0: This podcast is brought to you by The Missing Link, in partnership with Dell Technologies. Hello and welcome to our two-part podcast series, The Private Cloud Advantage. In this episode, our expert panel discussed the key benefits of having your own specially tailored private cloud platform.
1: That personal touch allows you to start building and customizing for your organization, not for someone else's. And that's the most important part with a private cloud. It's not built for someone else. It's built for you. We'll also find out more about The Missing Link's owned and operated smart cloud. Companies like The Missing Link that entirely employ local staff, local skills, local resources and have people at the end of a phone uh, that can answer any of their questions or queries or requests for help is a major point of difference for someone like The Missing Link.
2: And how can smart cloud deliver greater efficiency and security for your business? You might not want to deploy the resources that you probably don't need in three years' time and that's where a private cloud platform can give you those resources and allow you to plan your business and modify it knowing that you've got a a compute platform behind it. More on that coming up shortly, but first let's meet our experts. Adam LaPelbert
0: has responsibility for Dell Technologies Data Centre sales in Australia and New Zealand. Adam has held senior technology management roles for over 15 years, spanning an extensive range of infrastructure through to application technologies. Welcome, Adam. That's great to be here. It's nice to meet you, Matt. Alex Gregory works for The Missing Link as a pre-sales consultant. Alex is dedicated to helping customers solve their IT headaches. Much of Alex's experience was gained working for Dell Technologies as a data sales engineer. Welcome, Alex.
2: Hi, Matt. It's great to be here.
0: Okay, guys, let's start the conversation by asking both of you, what is the difference
2: between public and private cloud? Private cloud is really essentially an, a, a platform that is dedicated to an organisation that they will consume resources like they might expect to in a public cloud. Things that really emphasise a cloud-like infrastructure is you know ability to deploy workloads on it efficiently and to scale that.
1: Adam? I think the difference between public cloud and private is also the services that you're building. When you run an application, no matter what location, there's a whole series of other capabilities that you do need to pay attention to. So one of them is disaster recovery. So there's high availability disaster recovery. Those tie into things like backup and recovery. Some of those cyber elements are closely stitched into backup and recovery as well. And you don't always get that. A lot of people are A lot of people believe that they are safe, secure, and backed up in public clouds. They're not. You actually need to come and bring those capabilities with you as well. Uh, So you are able to assemble something that fits the profile of business that you're running. So if you're a hospital, you need five nines of availability. If you're a health entity, you need five nines. If you are you know, a retail store, you might not need five nines. So you can assemble based on what it is that you're doing. And that personal touch allows you to start building and customizing for your organization, not for someone else's. And that's the most important part with a private cloud. It's not built for someone else. It's built for you.
0: Okay. So it's tailored for individual businesses. And Adam, you mentioned backup and disaster recovery. We've talked about that before on the podcast. Businesses need a proper backup and disaster recovery plan. And so we get all that with the private cloud, do we?
1: The first part of that is that do you have the systems and processes running to create a backup environment that you can recover from? So years past, backup was an IT thing. If you had a failure, you could recover. Now it's a cyber thing. So cyber is the ability to recover from some sort of hack. Ransomware actually locks down all of your systems and applications and prevents you from recovering your business. But backup and recovery is actually now a cyber tool. So those are the types of thought processes in order to build something that you're happy with. Again,
0: it's for you, it's not for the masses and not for someone else, it is for you. So Adam, you talked about ransomware you know, locking up operating systems and basically freezing business operations. We hear about it in the news all the time now. If businesses move their data and all their operating systems across to the private cloud, do they get a higher level of
1: protection? There are a few answers to that, Matt. The first one I'd give you is that there's a definition called private cloud dedicated. So when you are dedicated, you are fully isolated. And with that isolation, you're not sharing resources with other entities. So that in its own right provides a level of uh, surety and security for organisations The other element that you would touch on in a shared environment, so that's where you co-locate with other people, in a private instance, is data sovereignty. So data held and and stored within Australian shores is governed by our own uh, rule of law. So that's within Australian law and it's not accessible to someone overseas. So there are different elements and that's notwithstanding there are a whole range of elements from access control to monitoring and other elements that you would take for granted, but those things are also important. We would argue that private gives you a level of control over only your data without it being accessed by anyone else. So we get more
0: control from a private cloud platform Alex, how scalable is the private cloud? If my business is, I don't know, let's say opening up new stores or offices and I need more apps running on more devices, more data, more of everything, and I need greater business efficiency as well because my competitors are flying just like me, how does the private cloud help my business?
2: On a private cloud platform, there's it's a lot of support that goes in behind it. Having those that staff with the training and the ability to support a platform that you can then go ahead and turn on resources, turn them off, that type of thing, a much more agile platform. We talk to a lot of customers today who they just don't know what workloads they're going to have in 12 months time. So a cloud platform lets them be elastic. You know, you might not wanna deploy in your current, you know, traditional architecture, the resources that you probably don't need in three years time. And that's where a, a private cloud platform can come in give you those resources in a predictable manner like you're used to, and allow you to plan your business and and, and modify it, knowing that you've got a, a compute platform behind it. All right,
0: look, I want to ask about artificial intelligence and machine learning. Now, this is really starting to become essential for the growth and speed, I guess, at which many businesses are operating. In fact, recently, I met a professor of computer science who spoke about experiments that previously took weeks to deliver a result, and now, thanks to AI and machine learning, only taking a matter of hours, and we're talking about life-saving research here. I would imagine having a private cloud is going to provide the capabilities that businesses need for this type of rapid transformation. Is that right, Adam?
1: I think you hit the nail on the head, Matt. I think once you've got an efficient base level operation, i.e. moving base services to things like cloud providers, like the missing link, uh, you can direct your resources to evolve and build new capabilities. So you just touched on artificial intelligence. Uh, Artificial intelligence at the edge is critically important in terms of building greater and deeper business intelligence and insight or automation of operations. The only way that you can move on to those tasks if you know that your foundation technology services are able to run with the minimal amount of touch. and that's where cloud providers
2: step in. That's right. I think private cloud platform you know really lets you tweak it and, and, and cater it to yourself. So Adam touched on it before, you know you, you'd have most of your resources sitting in a data center. But there's definitely, you know, scenarios where you've got an edge compute requirement. You know, you, you need to put a GPU out in the middle of nowhere. But how are you going to manage that? How how does that platform integrate back into the rest of your infrastructure? And that's where we can talk to organisations about satellite nodes and and things like that. So, it's a much more flexible platform that we can, you know, really tailor and customize. Okay, thank you, Adam and Alex. Some great
0: insights into the benefits of private cloud. Now, coming up in our next podcast
2: episode, we discover the missing links owned and operated smart cloud. If you wanted to spin up an extra 10 VMs tomorrow, 100 VMs tomorrow, that's something that you can do on the platform. And, and you know the, the resources will be balanced for you and, and available to you. And we'll find out how easy it is to migrate your business to Smart Cloud. It's extremely easy. This is something that the Missing Link has been doing for a long time now. And with our new generation of our Smart Cloud platform, it's even easier. We've got formulas, we've got processes, we've got a team of people behind us.
0: More on Smart Cloud coming up in episode two. If you'd like to find out more information from this series, you can access various links and resources in the episode description box located right here on your podcast player. Or you can contact The Missing Link via their website, themissinglink.com.au. You can also subscribe and hear more podcasts from The Missing Link wherever you enjoy your podcasts. This podcast was recorded on the traditional country of the Camaragal people of the Guringai tribe of the Aora Nation. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and Elders, past, present and emerging.